Hey there, I'm Donnie Spano and this is Faith for Today. And this is a place where you and I together can be nourished up in faith and brought into position where we can be strong in faith and give glory to God. Praise you, Lord. So uh, today in this message, we're looking at a particular topic uh, we're, we're calling Impress the Call, How to Help, How to Help. And um, in particular, this particular message is going to be how to help and um, we're going to look at the helper something that uh, I believe in these days to come as the Lord Terry's is coming we'll look some more at is just as that explains is how to be a good help and uh, this is something that it is more needful than I think people have realized now, how we're to help is not all up to us, and we'll see that as we look further. Um, if you'll go with me, we're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse, verses 27 through 31 to start. Now, when we look at how to help, I mentioned just a moment ago, and, and we'll see it more, is that it's not all up to us when we help someone we help them as to the Lord so it's not directed of us who we help how we help it's going to be as God directs now here in the 27th verse in 1st Corinthians 12 we see this thank you Lord now, we just got done summing up the body of Christ. And now here in verse 27, it says, Now you are the body of Christ. If you don't know, if you have not known that, it's a great time to get a hold of that. You are, I am, we are members of the body of Christ. The scriptures say, and members in particular you and I each all of us collectively and individually have a part where each members in particular we have a part to play now some parts might seem bigger than others is the body going to be hindered if parts are not present yes it's without saying yes but it seems like a small part doesn't matter that's what this if you really want read this whole letter but read this whole chapter and it goes on and talks about you know if all were eyes where would be the hearing if all were you see there are parts that are missing if all are trying to do one thing and we are each members of this body of Christ and we each have a part. We're members in particular. Now, it continues and tells us, and God has said. So there we see it. The part in which we help, the particular member that we are, it's not all up to us. And it's not all up to someone else. It's up to God. Our part is God's decision. It's God's ordaining, His calling. So we may not like that person personally. 
But if God has given them that part, it doesn't matter our opinion. It's their part, and it's God's place. And it continues and says, God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, governments. Governments could be um, administration, management. This could be uh, where you find pastoral. Diversities of tongues. Now it continues and says, are all apostles? The answer is no. Not, he said he set some as. right. So no, not all are apostles. Are all prophets? Again, answer is no. Are all teachers? No. Are all workers of miracles? Say it with me. No. It's okay that we're not every part. You and I don't want to be responsible for every part. We want to be in the part He has placed us. Doing it, that's where God's grace is. The gifting is for the part that He placed us in. And so, in continuation, Are all workers of miracles? No. Have all the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Now, this tongues is not they personal tongues. There are differences. This is talking about ministries. And if we were to go up into the, the beginning of this chapter, it talks about differences of administrations, different ways of ministry, different ways to uh, administer this way. This is tongues and interpretation. This is a part of a ministry, tongues of ministry, not all have this ministerial tongues. To be baptized of the Holy Spirit and to speak in tongues is for every person. To personally be able to, there's so many scriptures we can go to that show this is a personal thing for every person. Now, in continuation with this, we see in the 31st verse, but covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. Notice it does not touch on this helps. Governments. Thank you, Lord. It does not touch on those. More importantly, we're going to look at this helps. When it comes to this helps ministry, who is it that is in the helps ministry? The answer is it's not a few. Because we just broke this down. We said that there are, God has set some in the church and it's given us this list and it's asking us, are all this, are all that, are all, are all, are all, which gives us this insight. It's not classifying and showing us that only a few are part of this helps every single one of us as members in particular are part of the helps ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. And now if we look at this in a wider and more broad way, every pastor, every teacher, every prophet and apostle, 
every evangelist, every person that is called and placed in the fivefold ministry in an office in that in 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 that area, they are all, every single one of those is a help to the Lord Jesus in the ministry in this earth. Every single one. And in fact, Jesus is the one who's anointed above measure in every single one of those areas. If you and I want to see, if we think, I'd like to know, you know, if we're called to be a pastor, I'd like to know what it, what a good pastor looks like, right? So many have sought this. They've gone and tried to, you know, get personal with people to learn how to be. You want to know how to be the best of a pastor, the best of a shepherd for the church? Look at Jesus. Really, get to know Jesus. Spend time in the Gospels. Find Him. See Him. This is the pastor. You want to know you're supposed to be in an apostolic ministry and travel and minister, and the Lord, through that ministry, calls signs and wonders and wonderful workings to go forth in that place. You want to know, okay, I want to live up to this ministry the way I should. What's the picture of that? Jesus. Jesus in every single one. And so for every pastor, for every teacher, for every prophet and evangelist and apostle, everyone is a helps minister to the Lord Jesus and His ministry today. Everyone. Thank you, Lord. That being said, let's look at... (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. I think some people don't like that. Why is it such a problem? If someone was to come along, if Jesus was to come and go and look at us and say, Yeah, they helped me. You know, if we were in heaven and people were asking, Well, who are they? As if they don't know. They know. But as a for instance, if someone was to ask Jesus, who are they? And they went, oh, yeah, that's that's Donnie. He he helps me. He helps. Why would that bother me so much? You know, yeah, they help. This is where a lot of people have gotten offended because we want a better title than to be a helper. We want something more than, you know, some more notoriety than, yeah, they they help me. We want more than that from Jesus, from those that are over us in the church, from those that are over us, you know, in in organizations and as an employee. <laughs> Have your manager, yeah, they help me. No, I'm a this. I'm a I've been here for so many years. I'm a that's not enough for most people, for a lot of people. That's not enough recognition. They want more than that. Because to be a help, well, that's not saying much to other people. Um, Let's look here. Because to God, it's saying a whole lot. When He decided to give us the Holy Spirit, He gave us the Helper. The Helper. Now, many Christians have received absolutely none of that help. And it's not his fault. (laughs) I know that's a sobering thought. 
He's helping us more than a lot of people realize. He really is. Go with me, uh, John 16. Let's look at verses 7 through 15. John 16, we're going to see part of how to help. You and I in the, uh, in the ministry that we're called to, in the part that God has called us to, if we're to do it well, we're going to do it like Him. So this is going to give us insight as to how to help. If we can see our helper, the Holy Spirit, and how He helps us, how God... Now, this is something we'll see too here, is that Jesus calls Him another comforter, one that is like Jesus. He said... We'll see it here in these scriptures, but he said, It's better for you that I go, because if I don't, then you won't receive the Holy Spirit, whom the Father sends. He's going to send another comforter. The help that we receive from the Holy Spirit is supposed to make us comfortable. It's supposed to bring us into a position where things aren't harder and harsh. Now, notice the first thing when Jesus... The Spirit of God came on him. The very first thing that occurred in his life is he was led to a place of temptation and led to a place of trial. And very, the very next thing that happened after he came out of that faithfully by the helping of God is that he went into the synagogues and taught. The very first thing that came on the outside of the temptation was the teaching. It was the ministry. If we refuse to allow the Spirit of God to lead us through the temptation and the trial, then we forfeit the place where He can use us to teach and to minister. We must first be tried. We must first be tested. Here in 16, John 16, it says in verse 7, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, Jesus speaking, it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come to you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Has Jesus sent him to you? Yes, he has. Have you received him? Oh, I pray you have. I am so thankful for him for the Helper, for the Holy Spirit. I'm so thankful for Him. Oh my. The more you say that, the more apparent He will be to you. The more you talk about Him like that, you'll sense Him in the chair next to you. You'll sense Him with you in the car. This will help you. Be aware you are not without help. You are not without the Comforter. Hallelujah. He's with us. Jesus continued, He said, I will send Him to you. Eighth verse. And when He is come, He will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. He will reprove it. He will show us the difference. 
He will show us the way. He'll show us the way of darkness that we don't have to go in. He'll reprove this world of that way that violates light, doesn't do what they know is right and good. And He will show us the righteous way, the way that leads to more light and more life and of judgment. It continues and says, Of sin because they believe not on me, of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more, of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. Satan is judged. I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. So when is Jesus going to say it? When you receive it from the Holy Spirit. And anything, let me correct that, everything that you and I hear, this is not audible hearing that I'm talking about, but by the Spirit of God, with our spirit, which is internal, it is an inside awareness and knowing. Everything that you and I get inside of us, the thoughts of God, from God, they will always correspond and go together with God's written word. Nothing that we internally receive and get witnessed from God inside of us, it will never contradict the written word. Never. Thank you, Jesus. And Jesus continued and said, I have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. 13th verse. How be it when He, the Spirit of truth, is come, He will guide you into all truth. For He shall not speak of Himself. Now let me hold up. This is already telling us how you and I can be the best help in this earth. Those that God has called us to help as to Him, it's going to, it can't get any better than this help we're seeing right here. And the help that we get from God through the Holy Spirit, He is the Spirit of truth. You will never get a lie from Him. You will never find the help that comes from God through Him, the Holy Spirit, you'll never find it dishonest in nature. So you and I cannot be a good help in this earth if we are willing to live a lie. If we're willing to live in a partial truth, then we are refusing, resisting, and not allowing God to move through us and be the best of help in this earth. Whether we're pastors, whether we are apostles or evangelists or prophets, you hear people, they've said evangelistically speaking. What happened with that was evangelist, past, present, what have you, they wanted it to be so known that so many people were reached that although 13 of them were reached, that doesn't sound, we can round that up, 20, 20 people, right? So many were here, they said that was what had been called, evangelistically speaking. That's not okay. 
if nine people came to the Lord, glory to God, keep it accurate. Nine people. I don't care if you got 4,000 in the church. Nine people. The Spirit of God is the Spirit of truth, and He will not be a part of a lie. And if we will part ourselves in one, we are resisting God's ability to make us the best help. We can't be part of a lie and part of the help. It's, it's not possible. He is the spirit of truth. And it says he will guide us into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. This is another, another part of being the best of help in this earth, is that we are not conscious, self-conscious, we're not dictated and directed. He's not. Let's, let's point, point on Him, the Holy Spirit. He will guide you into all truth. So if we're a good help, we will only lead people in an honest and good way. A way that will lead them to more of God. That's the only way we'll lead them if we're being a good help. We're talking about how to help people, how to help. We'll only lead them into the way of truth. It's the only way we'll lead them. It's the only way the Holy Spirit will lead us. He shall not speak of himself. You will not have the Holy Spirit speaking of himself. Now, people don't agree with that. A lot of church-going people don't agree with that because they'll think, well, he's God. So if he's talking about the things of God, he's talking about himself. He will only say what he hears from God. That's what he gives to us. He gets directly from God and then gives to you and I through the Spirit. He is so faithful. He doesn't alter it in any way. He'll take it directly. Just as he heard it, he says it. Just as he sees it. He shows it. He doesn't alter it at all. He doesn't take away from it. He doesn't add any of his stuff to it. He speaks nothing of himself. Now, most people, this has been a problem. Because when they think, I'm going to come help, they bring their own things. They bring their own ideas. They, bring, they think, well, I'm here to help you, so let me help you. And in all actuality, they're here to do their own thing. That's not a good help. The Holy Spirit is the best help you can get, and He's not showing up to do His own thing. He don't. These are God's words. It says, He shall not speak of Himself. I want you to say this with me. I am, and say it in your heart if you need to, if you're not in a place where you can say it out loud, say it out loud later. I am a good help. I'm a good help to God. I'm a good help to those He's connected me to. I'm a good help to all those that, yes sir, come near to me. I, as a good helper, say it with me. I, as a good helper, only 
speak the truth. As a good helper, I only guide people into all into the truth. And I as a good helper do not speak of myself. I don't speak of myself. Thank you, Lord. That's a lot of light right there. That if we grab a hold of that and make alterations in our life just by that, that will make tremendous difference. Because what's happened a lot in these days past is that people have come to what they think they're helping, but they've been speaking of themselves, of themselves. They've been asked to do something and they've thought, well, but why don't we do it like this? Why don't you just do what was directed? And if it wasn't directed, why are you doing it? Because it was your idea. It was your thing. And well, you can't just sit around and do nothing. If you and I don't have any direction, we have nothing to be faithful with. Faith comes first and foremost by what? By hearing. And if you and I have heard nothing, we have nothing to do. That seems strange to some, but this is how God operates. So if we have no direction from those that God has called us to help alongside, help as to Him, and they've given no direction, they've given nothing, then we have nothing to do right now until there is a hearing and a knowing there's nothing that can be faithfully done. It would be done in the flesh. And that's not, that's not going to be helpful to them or to anyone else. We're talking about how to be the best help. This is what corporations, they need this. They are searching diligently for this. It's a, I'm believing and I, for God to continue rising up people in leadership positions in some of our nation's organizations and corporations, people that have God's interests at heart in mind. And they are leading in such a way, and there's people that are being brought in under that can help the way God would have helped. This is what will cause people to have functioning, successful organizations. And it's no greater than the Holy Spirit's help in, in, in us, helping us to do what we're called to do. And let's continue in that. It says, He will not speak of Himself, but whatsoever He shall hear, and that's hear from God the Father, that shall He speak, and He will show you things to come. It goes on and says, He shall glorify me. For he shall receive of mine and shall show it to you. So when it comes to the helper, I know we're getting close on time. Thank you, Jesus, for more than enough time. When it comes to him as the helper, he never takes glory. Never. Think about, just think back. Has there ever been a time, just think in your heart and mind, that the Holy Spirit helped you? Picture that. How did he help you? Some spared you from a complete uh, devastation, a complete accident and disaster. I, I'm thinking now a point in time where 
the the tires I was driving on a particular vehicle were they needed to be replaced. Thank you, Lord, for keep helping us, making us wise in these days. Cause man, He brought us from some foolish stuff, didn't He? Yes, He did. And I remember I had to turn, put on the brakes, and get out of the way because someone was turning right in front of me. And it just spun. The whole vehicle spun. And I found myself, I had completely done a 180. And I was at the position, they were turning left and had not seen me or just going when they, you know, at a wrong time. And I found myself positioned right where they had started completely untouched, completely, oh, thank you, Jesus. There have been many more things like this where the Spirit of God was right there. Angels were working. There was wonderful, miraculous happening. And, you know, he just went, that's God. The Helper. He was foundational to the whole thing happening. And he went, yeah, I saw God do that. So that's what we did. I heard God say, so that's what I showed you. That's what I told you. That's what he never takes credit for a single wonderful work. True humility. This is how to help. Only do what you know. Only work with what you have heard, what you have, what you're confident in. And when it's done, you know who gave you that provision. You know if it wasn't for God, if He hadn't shown me, there could be nothing done. So I will never touch that glory. This is how to be a good help in whatever way and shape and form we're in. This is how the Holy Spirit helps us. Let's continue, and, and I believe we'll be able to, to surmise this. It says, He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore said I that he shall take of mine, and shall show it to you. A little while, and you shall not see me, and again a little while, and you shall see me, because I... Go to the Father. Thank you, Lord. Now, I believe this is a good place for us to unhook for now. We have, I want to encourage you again, you and I have the best of help in this earth. And it's for us to take our part in the helps ministry of the Lord Jesus and whatever part He's given us for today and to do it in the best way possible. You and I are called to be some of the best help in this earth. And it cannot be done apart from the helper. And you and I will find that we will be the best help if we do it the way the best helper does it. And we've outlined that through the scriptures here. Go back over that. Be mindful of it. Speak those things to yourself. I am the best help. And because I am, I do this. I only live in the truth and I only guide people into the way of the truth. I'm never a part of a lie. Even if you lied 10 minutes ago, call them up. Tell on yourself. Get this straightened out now that you will not live a lie. Whatever it costs you, you will not be a part of a dishonest way. You are going to be 
We are going to be the best of help in this earth today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I've enjoyed this time with you, friends. Together, we are growing strong in faith, and we're giving glory to God. We love you. We bless you. We will see you soon.